Welcome to TAD Talks, the source for information, news, and best practices for career and workforce professionals. Taking the mystery out of career development for you and your customers. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of TAD Talks. Hey, everybody, we are at the Southeastern Employment and Training Association's 2019 Fall Conference in beautiful Savannah, Georgia today. And Aaron? Hey, y'all. What are you doing? You know what? I just got done chewing some gum. Oh, you're doing big things today as usual, right? Raising the bar of excellence, really. (laughs) Raising the bar. Sounds like Maryland's conference. It does sound like Maryland's conference, which I'm very upset we won't be able to attend. Um, We always like to go out there and support uh, Walter Simmons and the Maryland Association out there, but unfortunately duty calls, so we won't be able to do that this year. But we are here. I'm curious, how do you feel the conference has been going and what kind of conversations have you been having with folks? Because I've been having some really good ones myself. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. From my standpoint, the SETA administration and executive board have once again done a great job putting this together. And it's just a idyllic setting. Um, we're right here on the river and watching the big freighter ships go by. And there's so many quaint shops and excellent food. Last night, we uh, had just an amazing dinner. Yeah, that dinner that dinner was pretty, I mean, not not just well done, but I think it, the service was great. The location was beautiful. Looking out on the river, it, that was some of the best food I think we've had since we've been here. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I mean, in the years that we've existed together, uh, that it ranks in a, a, a top three of all-time meals, no matter where in the country we've gone. And we went to some really nice places. So we've really had a good time. The conference has been very productive and we've had a lot of conversations that I feel are not only good for TAD grants, but are good for our industry. And one of the main topics that seems to be a theme amongst many people is the old one of performance. And performance, let me tell you, is we realize that it is a priority to many directors, many workforce boards and areas across the United States, and it's not any different in the regions of SETA. And so we're going to talk about that today a little bit, and we're going to focus on really meeting performance. And it's going to be in a way that maybe when we say this to people passing by and talking at our booth, it draws immediate attention because everybody wants to not only meet performance, but they want to exceed performance. And so we're going to talk about really just in in 10 minutes how we believe that you're going to set yourself up for success in this area. And it really might, for some people, seem a little bit, I wouldn't say backwards, but it's going to break down performance in terms of human relationships. And so that's going to be our focus today for this episode of TAD Talks. And, you know, just really quickly, Tressa, you know, in just a minute or so, tell us about, you had a couple of sessions here. Why don't you uh, give us an update and let our listeners know where you've been? Oh, yeah. I I did actually have a couple of sessions. I feel like it was a faraway dream now because we've been a little busy here. But yes, I did. I I was uh, lucky enough to get to present on a couple topics, one of them being uh, how we can improve our outcomes by utilizing comprehensive assessment processes. And then today I got to do one on rethinking reentry, which is really the the idea about meeting our outcomes in a very mindful manner. And I I got to tell you, I I got uh, very good reviews, so I'm appreciative of that. But more importantly, I think it's the conversations that I was able to have afterwards with folks, Mm -hmm. 
specifically, you know, I would say that because we do so many conferences and, and we're always out trying to support different organizations and associations across the country, you know, the thing that I love about the SETA conference specifically is, um, and, and I have to say, I agree with you 100%. The venue is great. I think working with um, SETA and their board of directors in organizing this conference and getting things together is is always very um, easy and they're good people and they're kind people and they're organized and I always appreciate that. And one of the things that we're talking about with folks that come up to the booth after the presentations is they're so interested in not just hearing some information for an hour, hour and a half, whatever it is, but they really are genuinely interested in taking home some of these ideas and concepts and really applying them, you know, when they go back to work. And that's really the key, I think, for any kind of professional development experience is this idea that, you know, we can all sit around and, and, listen to somebody talk for a while and go that was really great information but if you're not going to do anything about it or with it when you get home then essentially you're going to always kind of do the same thing that you've always done and get the same results which you know is actually the definition of insanity right (laughs) the definition of i used it in terms of what's definition of kind of dumb like yeah it's like a different result right doing the same thing naive almost right like like I think things are just going to change even though I'm not going to change but everything will just magic you know it's like magical thinking right you can't just sit around do nothing so I actually really appreciate the conversations that we get to have um after the the presentations that we do and there's a there's a lot of great presenters here too by the way I mean some of our colleagues have been you know we've been hearing about their um presentations as well and so you know it's not just us it's it's other organizations and other presenters that I think are doing a, a bang up job and making this conference what it is. But, um, you know, back to this idea of performance, you know, when I was talking about um, assessments and, and outcomes and reentry programs and outcomes and how do we attain these things, every single thing that we keep kind of hearing, it's all, you know, which I think it would probably be strategy number one for us when we think about how can we meet our performance and, and even exceed our performance measures is really the idea that you can't really meet any kind of level of, of excellence or performance-based measures if, if you're not actively and mindfully and you know intentionally building relationships with your customers and your partners in order to kind of meet those goals and so I think one of the things that we should probably start with is foundation number one of meeting performance is that building the relationship is really the key and and maybe you can talk a little bit about that yeah for sure you know one executive director here and I had this conversation and what she said is I'm trying to tell my staff people are not they're not the same you can't treat everyone the same they are different needs they have different desires different barriers and so first and foremost one particular way to build a relationship to in order to long-term meet your performance is to quit treating people like just a number quit treating them the same and trying to use a cookie cutter approach where you're checking boxes and that executive director which I won't name is sitting there shaking her head because she realizes that people are unique. You listening to this podcast, you're unique. You wanted to be treated individually. And that approach, first and foremost, and, and, and I know there's techniques to building strong, helping relationships, but if you just get in your mind that the person coming through that door, you might be the very key to life change for them, whether it be a new job or the hope that where they've come from, that they can get to a higher level. And... And you're sitting here listening to this going, yeah, no, I know. Maybe you're a supervisor. Maybe, maybe you're a manager. Well, you know what? You can do that. You can empower your, your staff, your employees, by purposefully and, as Tressa said, intentionally reminding them that when individuals come through our doors and our one stops, whether it be youth, 
adults, dislocated workers, reentry, um, those who are receiving um, public assistance, that they're individuals, and that their sole purpose is to build a strong, healthy, helping relationship, and that by doing that, they're almost going to ensure a level of, of meeting performance because, because that person feels tied and bought into whatever program that we're going to develop with them not for them. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I, I agree 100%. Oh my gosh, who's joined us? Oh my, come on. Who's joined? Here. Come yeah. here, Amy. Come here. You got to. So, this is part of the fun of sitting at this booth is that you get uh, uh, some of our former students that are here. So, Amy Baldwin, who is no longer Amy Baldwin, we have to make mention of this because congratulations are in order. Her name is now Amy Jones. So, we call her AJ for short, who happens to be one of our certified business services consultants. She is an amazing lady. She's fired up about what she does and actually watches her kind of take the knowledge that she's gained over the last several years and apply it in a way and I'm watching her rise up kind of you know through the ranks it's really kind of a joy so she's actually part of the volunteer staff here um, for her region the Southern Georgia Regional Commission over in Waycross Georgia which is a beautiful little area I hear so Amy's gonna just pop in and say hi and so Amy maybe you can give us a take on what's going on at the conference how has it been conference has been fantastic Uh, We've had some great sessions, some great speakers. Jesse Cole from the Savannah Bananas has kicked us off and got us all fired up and got us going. And uh, we were real excited to have Tressa and Aaron here with Tag Rants. We were talking earlier because, you know, you were one of our first students for our CBSE process, and then you went on to get certified, and we, we shared with you that we still use your field study, of course, using privacy laws out there listening. That <laughs> it's names, No, that's, that's correct. Right, okay. It's just, it was so good. It was so good. We still use it as, as an example, but you shared something with us today that we are kind of blown away with and by and that we're going to use and that's you use a color coding system for implementing our four-step process you know in in just a quick minute and I know we're putting you on the spot and you're like oh my gosh I'm gonna kill you guys (laughs) what benefits overall have you seen since you took the training and have grown over the past two years because of the four-step process in particular for CBSC the four-step process really keeps me focused uh, keeps me on track because when you have I've got 18 counties in my area. So it keeps me, 18 counties. So it keeps me on track with all the businesses. So you've got four steps. You've got engagement, discovery, solutions, and follow-up. So based on those four tracks, I can really focus on what step I'm on with each company. So, and and what's interesting about that too, and I am curious because when we went through this, when we thought about this podcast and what we were going to talk about, you know, one of the things we just were talking about building strong relationships with our employers, which I know we go over in our training. But the next thing was meeting performance through an organized process. We were blown away and you sent me a, a picture of your board. Your organization is next level stuff. I mean, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, anybody, I don't know, Miss Roberta, if you're listening, uh, if you ever listen to Tad Talks, I don't know if your boss does or not, but if you do, organization, she should be training everybody on how to organize uh, themselves because this system that you've got, and I think it's important that you said, you know, 18 counties and you're very rural. So you've got a, a lot of space to cover, a lot of businesses to reach out to. So that organization for you is 
is so key, I'm sure, to making sure that each business is getting the same level of treatment and quality and services as any other business, whether they're closer to you or further out. So talk about a little bit, if you could, if you could just share, because I actually personally need some organization tips. I'm kind of not as organized. But how do you feel that organization um, helps you meet kind of your performance measures as it, as it relates to serving the businesses in your area? Well, I'm very visual, so um, I'm also, I guess, maybe a little ADHD, so I get sidetracked. And then a lot of, a lot of things kind of come at me, and so I've got more than one project at a time, different titles, different roles. And so when I kind of get back on the business services aspect of what I need to do, I can just glance back up at my board and know right where I left off. And so that kind of, I don't waste a lot of time on trying to remember who I talked to, where I was at with that business. It helps me on the follow-up. It helps me on the, on the next steps. Do you think because of that, your overall performance and what you're required to do um, is more successful because of that? Absolutely. Um, and another aspect of what you uh, taught in the training was um, the, the proposal. That also keeps me on track. That helps me to tell the customer what it is that I'm proposing that I can serve them with. They understand from the beginning what I can serve them with. And so we're on the same page. Do you offer the organization services like to other people who suffer from disorganization like myself or I mean, because I got to tell you this color coding thing and I mean, I dig through papers. (laughs) I mean, I've got a pile. I'm a piler, so I don't necessarily file. I'm I'm not a I'm not a filer. I'm a piler. I don't know if that's it. Stacker. You're a stacker, (laughs) not a slacker. No. Okay. It depends. What depends on the day. (laughs) But I didn't know if that was another part of your business services. Like if I said, Hey, Amy, you know, come on out to California and uh, organize my office. I didn't know if we could color code some things or what do you What do you think? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a true Georgia girl. Well, hey, I have one more question for you. I just have to ask you really quickly. Um, can, do you happen to know why cannibals don't eat clowns? <laughs> do you know? I'm so bad with jokes. Um, gosh, I want to know. All I right, don't. well, it's because they taste funny. <laughs> okay, uh, that's, that's, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. I just don't get the respect. I don't get no respect. No respect. Well, Amy, I know All we right. caught you on the way through the uh, the exhibitor hall here. So just again, thank you for yeah. taking the time. I know we put you on the spot, but um, yes, but thank you very yeah, much for you. taking the time. You've made this podcast excellent. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. So Aaron, we're back to it. We have one more tip here that we want to go over. And so essentially our strategies for increasing and improving performance starts with building strong relationships. It was almost like Amy knew that we were going to talk because the next note here, if you look at my little thing says, organize, you know, organize your process. And so she walks by and it was perfect. And then number three, continuous quality improvement. And I think that that can be, can be looked at in a couple different ways. One is your own personal quality improvement. So making sure that, you know, you know, we always, harp on this professional development keep learning keep growing but also at an organizational level so I think part of the TAD is you know the analysis of of our processes and systems and that that quality and making sure that we're always looking at the level that we're providing services now and how do we 
improve that and what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And so, you yeah, know, I, I for think sure. for us, we're constantly going over little things like, could that have been better? Could that delivery have been better? Could that slide look a little bit better, right? I mean, we kind of perseverate on those little small deals. I mean, you're the guy who, if my font is off, will go through and literally yeah, make yeah. sure, you know, no. I know. So, but, but that's a, that's a quality improvement thing. And we're always trying to work towards that. What do you think as far as, you know, if I'm sitting out there listening to this and I, and I'm a one-stop director or I'm a program manager doing career services out there, tell me what, what would be the first step in maybe making sure that we're doing this continuous quality improvement? I mean, what are your thoughts around that? Yeah. You know, I think first of all, to get an organization in like tag grants, this is not a sales job, but someone who can analyze what you're doing to, to have a third party come in and say, okay, let them know where, where you want to go and what you want to do and that mm-hmm. you want to bring back the focus from the numbers to the people and that now listen those who get all nervous by that don't because it's when you serve people well and you build strong relationships and you get them placed in in jobs that are meant for them and you develop career plans and pathways for them it's with those long-term relationships that you will have sustained follow-up you won't be chasing people all over the united states to try to even <laughs> return an email you, you mean you won't have to actually hire somebody like as their job description yeah. is actual stalker yeah like stalker. you won't have to do yeah. that oh you good at facebook yeah Oh, we get it. You're going to have to do that to some, but follow-up, we always say, starts from the first meeting. Performance starts with the first meeting and the fact that you're building solid, strong relationships. So you supervisors, you managers, you directors, stop the meeting that starts with the numbers. You'll get to them, don't worry, but start the culture change of focusing your services on the true customer, which are your clients and your numbers and your performance will follow. Yeah, 100%. I, I think sometimes people focus on the numbers and move forward. And, and in part of our service delivery, you know, we always focus on, we always go backwards. It's like, great, so there's the number, but I don't really care about it. I just want to know what's going on in the program level. And so I think that the quality improvement aspect, and you said it spot on, is it's up to leadership to develop a culture of continuous quality improvement. And that that doesn't necessarily mean that you go into a meeting, you look at reports and you look at numbers and then you badger people about why aren't your numbers where they need to be. It's more about looking at the aspect of why are we really here? Who are we really trying to serve? And how can we do that better? And that's always a the question. There's always a better, you know, better mousetrap, so to speak, right? Yeah. You always want to build a better mousetrap. So yeah. if you focus on those three things, which is building the relationships first with all your customers, both internal and external business, job seekers, whatever that is, organizing your process to make it stream, you know, streamline and as, as easily accessible for people as possible, cut out so much of the red tape paperwork government kind of, you know, mentality around checking boxes and, and just that cumbersome process, make sure it's organized and easy to follow. And then the last thing, the third strategy, obviously, is make sure that you're always striving for continuous quality improvement. And that requires a good hard look and a revisiting sometimes your mission and values of your organization before you focus on those performance reports. That's right. Well said. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So what's next, Aaron? Well, you know what? We're going to close shop here. You're heading to Florida to do some more presentations, which is awesome. We'll report on those in our next podcast. And until then... Y'all be safe and remember why cannibals don't eat clowns. Well, no. What? Increase your performance, people. (laughs) Right. Focus on the customer. Yeah, remember it wasn't. This wasn't your stand-up show. Oh. Oh. This was not your stand-up show. Can we? You got to close with a better one than that. A better joke. Yeah, a better joke. You got a good one. Well, 
<laughs> no, I have, I have, um, <laughs> I don't, but you know what? I promise to do a opener and a closer next podcast. Until then, it's Aaron and Tressa from Tag Grants. We'll see you soon.